Welcome to What's on Your Souls, a relational podcast where you can relax and enjoy conversation, inspiration, encouragement, and motivation in a judgment-free space. Don't continue to drag around that emotional debris. Here's what's next on this episode. In the midst of all our conversations and all the external stimulation that we take in in our day-to-day lives, it is so very important that we intentionally create space to clear all of the noise and the voices and to really sit and contemplate the dismantling and the appreciation of who we are. Have a seat on the porch and let's examine what's on your souls. Well, hello, this is Mia, and you are listening to the What's on Your Souls podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to relational health. Today is our lucky day. Today is just Mia and their microphone uh, on the porch, and we're going to be very intentional in embedding these solo moments amongst all of the phenomenal guests that we have on the porch uh, and the stories that they share, because we're doing this in an effort to consistently model what is healthy and nourishing to our souls, our bodies and our minds, and that is taking quiet time to quiet the voices uh, in our ears, no matter how profound or uh, relevant those voices are, we need the time to digest and to reflect and to create awareness and acknowledgement of what we have learned about ourselves from what we have just seen, heard, and experienced. And so every time we do these solo moments, they will be created with that intention to just go back, digest what we've heard in the previous podcast, and then to highlight some takeaway moments that we then can apply across the board. This moment is created for us to learn the process of taking inventory of ourselves and to recognize our soft spots, our calluses, our defenses, our fears and our wounds, our ignorance, our denials, and there's moments of arrested development and opportunities for growth. But it is also a time that we're gonna celebrate our strengths and our gifts and our joys. And so it is always a privilege for me to sit behind this mic. I would much rather have guests, but I understand the importance of reflection and quieting the voices in the background. And we wanna model that well. So we wanna celebrate the unique intention of who we are and how we are created, but also to be very honest with ourselves about the work that we need to do. I liken it so many times, sometimes when I teach classes or courses, I use the analogy of an iceberg. It's so easy to see what is below, I mean, above the waterline of an iceberg, which is only about three to 5% of the total of an iceberg. And those are the things that we often look at um, in others to judge who they are and their worth and their value in our lives without realizing that 93% to 95% of the iceberg is below the waterline. And those are those things that we cannot see about one another without being in relationship or establishing rapport or asking questions about. And oftentimes those are the things that are most important to us as human beings, those things that people cannot see with the eye Um, but are what we consider the essence of who we are. And so this moment today with me sitting behind the mic is going to be the dismantling of some of the lessons we've learned in the previous podcasts and what that means in our lives as we move towards life-giving greater moments. I call this the back-end conversation uh, in my whole process of making what I'm doing right now more public on a platform 
I've learned quite a bit about the back end of things. Uh, and no matter how beautiful the website may appear, the actual functionality of it, all of that is operated from a place where you cannot even see it. And in order to have access to that, you have to know what you're doing or what I've been formed, informed is that I can crash the whole site. So that's a scary thing to think about, but so often we are just looking at the front end of something and we forget about the back end and the work that has to be done there. So I'm so glad that you're sitting with me. We're gonna take a deeper dive in a few minutes. I wanna remind you that this podcast is your podcast. And so in order for us to serve you well, we need for you to go to the website at miaembro.com to leave a comment or, and subscribe and uh, just let us know how we can serve you better and what you would like to hear about. So when I come back in just a moment, we're gonna go deep into lessons learned as we sit here on the porch. More conversation on the way from What's On Your Souls with Mia. In the meantime, if you have a comment, log on with your laptop or smartphone to miaembro.com. That's M-I-A-M-B-R-O-H.com. From the audio player, click the leave a comment link. Let your voice be heard. Now, back to more of what's on your souls. So welcome back to the porch. I hope that everyone, all of our listening friends, that you're sitting with your shoes off and that you're comfortable. You have souls turned up. And we're just going to do a very comfortable review of some of the podcasts that we have heard thus far on the What's On Your Soul series and just talk about it a little deeper dive on it. We're gonna go in the back end and remembering the bravery that it takes to examine what might be at the bottom of our souls that we carry around into every space that we enter and we not only affect those in the space, um, but we impede our own ability to move with freedom through this world, which is the greatest gift, uh, our peace and the grace in which we move through the world. And so we're gonna talk about the importance a little bit of dismantling the stories that we tell about ourselves. So one of the most fascinating things that have been consistent in my practice as a therapist over the last almost 30 years is the power of the stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves. And it doesn't matter if we're speaking about horrendous things or if we're talking about phenomenal positive things about ourselves. It is very rare that we are brave enough to investigate where we first received that storyline. I don't even know if people think about that as a consideration, but I know that it is the game changer and it is what changes uh, and makes people move toward wellness when we're able to do so. So these are a couple of questions that I think we should all consider and reflect upon in our lives is when we think about the storylines that we put on ourselves. And when I say storylines, that means how we describe ourselves. Like people will say things such as I am fearful, I'm shy, uh, nobody likes me, I um, can't find my space in the world or my place, I'm not loved, I'm not valued. And all of that is birthed out of some story that we have put on ourselves. So the first question that I ask my clients a lot of times when they sit with me is, who first told you this story? Where did that story come from? Your your earliest remembrance of where that message came to you and in what form? And sometimes our memories are tricky things. We can remember all the details and sometimes we just have little snippets. And so you have to be still and sit in that and say, who or where did I first hear this story that I'm putting on myself? The second question is, what was happening and why? So were you a child? Were you 
uh, on a job? Were you in high school? Were you fishing? Like, where were you when you heard this element of the story? Whatever it is that you're talking about. Number three, how has the story served you throughout your life? So when we keep telling ourselves a certain story, we have to have a moment on the porch where we sit down and say, is that life giving or does it take life away from me? There's so many things that we do to ourselves, say to ourselves, let alone to others that take life away versus give life. Um, And so I always say, is it life giving, whatever this story is, and has it brought harm to you or to another human being? The next question, what are you willing to let go of that has been a lie? And what are you willing to pick up that is true about yourself and do the work that it takes to bring it into fruition? So the truth about us is although we are easy to complain, we do not um, have that same quick muscle when it comes to doing the work about fixing whatever it is we are complaining about. And oftentimes one of the most fascinating things that I've experienced is that in my role, sometimes you're trying to free someone from a pond of dysfunction and it could be literal. There have been times when I have walked into homes that have been covered with feces and uh, holes in the walls and furniture turned everywhere and it would be a home, a meth home or something like that. It could be a multi-million dollar home, and when you walk into it, it just has been ravaged by addiction. And there will be children in that home oftentimes. When we would go in these homes and uh, go to get the children, the children would scream, and they would beg to stay, and they would want to remain in that environment. And I believe that we were thinking, are you kidding me, that we would be negligent to leave them there? But this is an analogy for what I know is that sometimes people remain in something no matter how dysfunctional it is because they're not brave enough to know that there's another option. And so these conversations that we have on the podcast are all about expanding our tool kit and giving us tools so that we have options and that we feel brave enough to open the closet and see what in the world is in there, uh, what stories are that clo- is that closet filled with and how do we dismantle these stories so that we face the truth. And a lot of times what's in that closet is trauma and trauma formed up over time is what creates borders and barriers in our life. And we did have a podcast about that. And so every podcast is about making us braver. It's disconcerting for some people to believe that we can be great and yet greatly flawed at the same time. And when we sit in that chair, it feels weird to say, how can I be okay and yet not okay? Because for some of us, there's only, there can only be one winner and we have to elevate ourselves in order for us to feel great about ourselves, which often means sometimes we have to dehumanize or diminish or dismiss another human being in order to do that. And it feels stressful trying to keep that sustained effort of being great. But for others of us, we find great comfort in the knowledge that we can be great and greatly flawed at the same time. We realize that this allows us to have accountability and honesty and forgiveness, growth, awareness, and do-overs, forgiveness, apologies, and it doesn't really feel like the Hunger Game mentality. Yet, the irony is, it's so much more difficult to do this. It is so much more difficult to know that you are great and greatly flawed than to deny it. 
And so our podcasts have covered topics like parenting and being college students and establishing boundaries. And it all comes down to the same thing. Are we aware enough of our own traumas and how they play into the roles that we have in this life and how, if left unacknowledged, they preclude us from being effective and experiencing freedom in our living and the roles that we take on in our lives. As leaders, as friends, romantic partners, everything. You have to look the monster in the face and slay it or it will keep coming up on you. I had a young woman who, called me yesterday. She thinks she wants to be a therapist when she grows up. So she thought she would call me (laughs) to see lessons learned and what I thought she was doing a project at school. And one of the questions she asked me, I'm going to share that with you because I think it's very profound. She said, Mrs. Embro, what do you think is the most challenging aspect of your job over all these years? And my response was, it is effectively helping people feel safe enough to be committed fully to the work required to help them move towards greater in their lives. I have never endeavored on anything more challenging in my life. People do not trust themselves with that task. And the second is my not taking responsibility for making everyone feel better all the time. Sometimes you have to allow people to be uncomfortable with the truth. Otherwise, change will not be permanent. Nothing changes without some element of discomfort. And you can do the work as long as you feel safe in doing the work. Then our last question for me is, how do you define what you now do compared to what you thought you were going to do? And I said, well, what I do now is I study and try to understand the significant ways in which our thinking comes to be. Like, is it birthed out of experiences of love, neglect, pain, affirmation, et cetera? And then observe how that thinking has manifested itself into behaviors that directly impact the quality of a human being's existence, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. It sounds like an all-consuming task, but there's nothing more satisfying in my career that I've done than do that, with walk with someone in that way. And I always tell people, I want to rock with you. Rock with me is like walk with you only you're doing it in a rocking chair. But it means I want to walk this out with you so that you can feel the freedom uh, of what is planned for your life. And so the goal of this podcast always will to be create a safe and respectful, thoughtful and responsible space that makes room for us to grow mentally and emotionally and that will be part of the embedded change in our DNA and will help us change legacies over a lifetime on this porch. So. I'll be right back in a moment. I hope that there's something relevant in this that you can use, and we will come back and do wrap up on the porch in just a second. While we're having great conversation with What's On Your Souls with Mia Imbro, we wanted to thank you for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you at miaimbro.com. There you can get caught up on previous shows, comment, or even give us feedback. All right, let's get back to our final segment as we wrap up what's on your souls welcome back to the porch with mia this moment today is mia and the microphone it's just a solo podcast and i'm so privileged to sit behind the mic with you today a couple of reminders before we jump into our last segment today is to go to miaembro.com hit that subscribe button and also the leave a comment button please press that too and leave a comment we want to create a dialogue and a conversation that is relevant to you and that moves you towards life giving greater. And so the only way we can do that is to know what's on your mind. 
Thank you so much for taking the time and supporting us in that way. So let's move into our last part of this conversation today on the porch. And I think one of the questions that I want to leave with you or gift you today to contemplate and think about before we get to our next podcast is when you think about your identity, we talked a little bit about the iceberg and how our existence and those things that make us who we are are so complicated and so complex in many ways and so simple in other ways. But what people have a tendency to judge one another about is that very small portion that is above the waterline. And they take that as the totality of who we are. I mean, it's easy to put a different picture of yourself up every day on social media and to see how many likes you get and to somehow internalize that into the worthiness of you. But we all know that the worthiness of you is not something that you have to compete or vie for, that that was given to you from the time that you were born. And you just have to settle in and settle down at that and know that there's a place for everyone at the table um, and to not fight so hard that it is okay, that you are unique in your gifts. So the question I would pose to you is that when, when it comes to your identity, what parts of your identity were given to you and what parts of your identity did you choose? Um, it's pretty revelatory to sit down and try to delineate between those two things because sometimes your identity is based solely on who people have told you that you are versus the other parts where you know who you are or what you have chosen to be. So that is one of your assignments to do um, before the next podcast. Now let's talk a little bit about this next podcast because again, it's going to be with a phenomenal human being and friend. My friend Carla Getz will be with us on the next podcast and she is going to be very open and transparent in her conversation on the porch as she talks about lessons learned in regards to value and love. And I believe we're going to go within the context of marriage in this particular conversation. And so I think for all of those of you who have um, curiosities about that or have had your own journey in that way or your own questions, this will be a do not miss podcast. So sitting on the porch with Carla Getz as she talks about being valued and love and what those two things mean. And again, those things mean different things to each of us in a different way because it depends on what our storyline is and where we got that story from and what the messages of love uh, and being valued are that we have received. I think my my words that I want to leave you with today, as always, is that we are not perfect. We are in between touches and tweaks on the back end Uh, And that what I have learned sitting one-on-one with many, many people in an office in an intimate setting is although our websites can be lovely and dynamic and beautiful, what slows people down the most or brings them to a halt is what is not happening in the back end. So I was thinking, just as I'm saying this, when I was working on my website, and I was working with production, production is so good to me, but we were working on this and... I notice in the back end, there are these buttons that say you have to update, like you have to continually update. So then I was contemplating what happens if you don't update? Well, if you don't update, then it slows everything down and you don't get the functionality that you're supposed to have. And so as a people, emotionally, socially, spiritually, and physically, we have to update. 
You can't just put it on autopilot and expect for it to have the same ability it always has. And so what we're doing here on the porch is we're doing consistent updates. Um, and we hope that it feels safe and it feels doable for you and that you know that we are uh, grateful for you and that we are all learning and growing together. And as a result, trying to love with excellence. We're trying to love others well, and we're trying to love ourselves well. And your comments will help us create that safe environment. So it has been a privilege. I hope there's been something relevant, something you can take away, something you can apply. And I hope that you will come back again. Until we meet again, I hope that you find rest for yourself. As we bring another episode to a close, we want to thank you. And check out our website at miaembro.com. That's M-I-A-M-B-R-O-H.com. Leave us a message or feedback. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast to receive the latest episodes. And join us next time as we discuss what's on your souls.